The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening. This is Carla Rushable, and I'm the president of ACB Families, and we'd like to welcome you to our families call this evening. Everyone that's uh, listening on ACB Community and uh, also people that are on the Zoom line right now, people are still coming into the Zoom room. And we are so pleased that everyone is here. Diane is our host tonight. and We'd like to thank her for helping us out. Debbie Hazelton is helping us with streaming. So we couldn't do it without the support of all of these folks that make it possible. I'd like to recognize also a couple of the um, families board members that are on the call. I see Leslie Thomas here, and uh, she's the vice president of ACB Families, and Betsy Grinovich is also here. She's the secretary, and Adam Rushville is on the phone. He's the treasurer. So hopefully we'll pick up some more people as they come along here. Um, And our topic tonight is going to be a sort of like one year after, and we're going to get into that in just a second. I want to review, however, first of all, the sessions that Families has planned for you at the ACB National Convention. The convention, as you probably know, is coming up July 16 to July 23rd, and of course, again, this year, it is virtual. Registration opens on May 20 and closes on June 28, and we hope that you'll plan to attend ACB Families activities during that week. Last year, we had five activities at the convention, and we have five again this year. And just to give you a brief little outlook of what is coming up, Families will have a tour at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon uh, on the 16th of July, We're going to have a tour of Mammoth Cave, and you'll have a chance to ask questions of um, a person from Cave and the history of the cave. And so uh, I think you'll really enjoy that. On Saturday evening, we're going to have our campfire. And it's, you know, you go to to sometimes when you were a kid or maybe as an adult, you go to camp. And we're, so we're going to have. The ACB Families Campfire on Saturday evening will be having uh, camp stories read by a talking book narrator. We're still working on which one is going to be doing that. And also, if you would, you enjoy meaningful to you when you were a camper, we'd love to share those stories. On Sunday... We're going to have a session on family history. We've done that in the past a couple of times, and this is going to be a really exciting session because in the several years since we've talked about family history, there have been a lot of improvements and a lot of gains and steps forward, not only for what blind people can do who are interested in researching their family trees, but just in general, the information that is available out there is just amazing. So that will be on Sunday. On Monday evening, we're going to be playing Family Feud along with CCLVI. And on Tuesday, in cooperation with the Multicultural Affairs Committee, we're going to be having a session called From Segregation to Integration. And it's about the... Um, integration of the schools for the blind in the 50s and 60s after the 1954 Supreme Court decision integrating public schools. And we think you'll find that really interesting because uh, not all states were the same. And so we'll be sharing some information 
from that time period, the person that will be leading that discussion will be Mike Hudson, who is the director of the museum at the American Printing House for the Blind. So we hope that you'll remember those sessions as you're looking down the list of the numerous activities that are going to be available at the ACB convention, and we hope that you'll participate with ACB families. So now let's move into our discussion for the evening. A year ago in April, the the virus, the coronavirus had just begun. It had just really begun spreading big time throughout the country. And many states were closed down. Businesses were closed. Um, it was very difficult to get out and go any place. And we had a call in April that invited people to talk about how the coronavirus was affecting their lives. And if we were to go back and listen to that call tonight, we would find that it really was, it wasn't a very happy call. Um, people were having a lot of problems in um, not only just, just in the basics, in getting food and getting basic help that they needed uh, to just, just to live their daily lives. And so we thought that it would be an interesting thing this evening to use our April call, which can be a, a program call or a support call, to kind of take a look back at the year, see where we've come from, find out from us and just in our sharing with each other the how, how we see life today, how it's affecting us today, and then talk about our views on um, what is coming up in the future, uh, what we think the future holds for us in regard to the, the world going forward, things opening up, and, um, and, and where we think we'll be headed. Where in looking ahead do we think we'll be two or three months from now, six months from now, next April, when we might want to take another look back and, uh, and see where we've come over the past two years. So I'm not going to take a lot of time myself talking about that. Um, I would like to open it up to any of you who would like to share. Um, I, I will just say that uh, our perspective, Adam, my husband, Adam, and I, our, our perspective has changed just a little bit because we just got our second vaccine shot today. So we're looking forward to maybe what the next couple of weeks will um, after that two-week waiting period is over, what what we will feel like doing at that point in time. So I'm going to open it up. If any of you would like to share, I'd like for you to raise your hand. And before we start calling on people, Diane, could you please review how people can um, raise their hands, mute and unmute and so on, uh, depending on the device that they are connected with? Okay, Carla, thank you. All right, if you want to raise or lower your hand, it's a toggle. The command is Alt-Y if you're on a PC. Option-Y if you're on a Mac. Uh, the More button at the bottom right corner of your iPhone screen, and then you double-tap the Raise Hand button. And on a touch-tone phone, it would be Star 9 to mute or unmute, the commands are Alt-A if you're on a PC, sh Command-Shift-A if you're on a Mac, uh, the mute button in the lower left corner of your iPhone screen, or star six if you're on a touch-tone phone. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Diane. Now, if you would like to, who would like to begin? Let's just open the floor um, up. Do we have a hand raise? Yes, we have hands. Good. Uh, Ray, you may unmute. There we go. Um, well, good evening. Doing, um, hey, Carla, I'm doing well. Um, good. Doing good. Um, I um, uh, Certainly my perspective, too, has changed over the last year. I think at this time last year, 
Um, and I won't dwell on a whole lot, but I was frankly pretty scared. You know, it's kind of interesting. In the first part of March, when this thing really started to come in, I, I was actually, and I wrote on a blog, I said, what's the big deal? Just a virus. You know, you're going to get sick and then you're going to be fine. Well, then I think when the governor closed the schools here, it was like, okay, this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> and so I, I was, I found myself really kind of scared and you know, at times a little depressed, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, I, I'm in, the, I work in an industry that was very hard hit the airline industry. And so I was feared for my job and I was fearful for that. Certainly as we come into this April, um, I'm very much more optimistic than I was last year. Um, I've gotten my, I got my second vaccine shot 11 days ago. So I'm three days away from full immunity. And, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty much ready to get back out and start, you know, living the way that um, I did before the pandemic, uh, with a few exceptions. Um, one thing I don't really want to go. I, I'm still a little bit concerned about going into a really crowded thing, say like a baseball game or something like that, where there's going to be thousands of people. Um, I don't think I'm quite ready to do that yet because, and I think the reason is that. There's just so many people that still haven't been vaccinated. And, you know, we, we don't totally know yet if, you know, say even as a person like myself who is fully vaccinated, if I could get it and share it, give it to someone else, I certainly wouldn't want to do that. Um, but I'm generally pretty much ready to get back out. Um, I'll still I'll still wear a mask and I still carry my hand sanitizer around. Um, and, uh, in fact, I was somewhere yesterday and I got complimented for that. Um, but, um, you know, I'm generally ready to start doing things. I, I, I kind of feel this is just me personally. And I certainly respect where anyone else is that I feel like we've got to start trying things and taking risks. And, you know, I'm perfectly willing to do that. I understand others are not. I think the saddest thing for me over the last year is, Having seen a lot of the COVID stuff, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, get political. Like it seems like there are some people that that have this idea that well, if you wear a mask, you're a Democrat. If you don't, you're a Republican. And this is about protecting health, and it shouldn't be political, regardless how which uh, how you feel, which side of the aisle you're on. This is about protecting health and public health. And I hope that what comes out of this, one of the things is that we have a renewed respect for the people who work in public health, who do everything they can to help us understand what's happening and try to save lives and all, all that sort of thing. But uh, I, don't, I feel I've turned about 180 degrees from where I was last April, and I'm ready to, for the most part, with a few exceptions, get back out and start living life again. I'm I've been, I'm really happy that we'll pretty soon be going back to work um, in the office, um, albeit, you know, not quite like what it was before, but at least that's starting to happen. And so happy about that. So definitely feel very optimistic about the way things are looking going forward. And by next year, I think we'll be, I think we'll be all, I think we'll be almost all the way back to normal. I really do. Um I think there's still going to be some people who are going to be concerned about it. I think we're going to have to have booster shots, but um, I think we're going to be almost back to normal by next April. So just okay. share my thoughts. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Diane, who else do we have? Danette. Danette. All right. Hello. So Glad um, you're here, for, Danette. <laughs> thank you. For, for me, it was a little like, okay, so my dad committed suicide doing, during covid Tuesday, it'll be a year. So, which hit me hard because I knew he was depressed, but I never dreamed he would shoot himself. So, yeah. So that was hard then because I wasn't around him and I wasn't around my family. I hadn't seen him for probably four years, which was, which the guilt and the sadness it hit. But, but you know, um, and it was hard doing church online. Because you're not around the fellowship, you're not around, you're not around the, the community and that. And I would say next, a year from now, we may still be wearing masks, but that's okay. We should wear masks if it's, if it's still spreading. And just so everybody knows, 
I have been vaccinated for probably four, one month plus a week. And I got the Johnson and Johnson. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, Danette. And next is John Ross. Hello, everyone. Hello, Carla. Uh, Hello. Glad to be here. Um, I just, um, I'm a, I am an employee of our, of our local high school district here. So uh, last year, you know, it all started in March, and and honestly, the uh, the whole pan uh, pandemic thing it didn't seem real until our governor closed the schools all down on March 17th and they sent and they sent us all home and it did just at first it was just a feeling of just uh uh not knowing what to do because it it was all so sudden you know and I would and uh a lot of folks I know had what uh what we call such a situational depression where we would have days where people would be kind of sad and out and out and um but um as time went on you know i just i personally i learned to adapt you know um i have a prayer life i read scripture and that helped me to get through you know end up on with these calls, the uh, the uh, these community calls help me to have a positive outlook and everything. And and out here in California, we're we're starting to go back to school. Our schools are starting to open up, and by the end of April, early May, all of the all of our high school students will be back on campus, and then. Uh, Next year, next school year, starting in August, will be back to normal as far as school goes. So, and 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 the respect of a year, I'd say I started out uh, doubtful of um, what would happen uh, that uh, that anything would happen, and, and the schools closed. And as time went on, I got vaccinated and learned more. So I guess if anything, I've 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 grown as a person and understanding about uh, just uh, the whole pandemic and what makes our world go around. So uh, that's been my experience this past year. Thank you. Okay. All right. Hey, so, next is Connie. Oh, sorry. Okay, Connie. Welcome, Connie. Connie, you were on that call last year, I think. So, yes, I think I was. Was that yes. last year already? Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I was a teacher. I taught English to adult immigrants, and my husband passed away in December 2019 during my uh, during my Christmas vacation. So, shortly after he passed away, I went back to work in January. Then, in January and February, we started hearing about this thing called the coronavirus by March, all the school districts closed and we were all required to shelter in place. So not only was I still coping with my husband passing away, but we had to shelter in place and I was feeling very alone and isolated. So I have to say that these ACV community calls have been a lifeline. I think the first call that I got on was on Cindy's coffee socials on Tuesday, Thursday mornings at eight in the morning. And I'm not a morning person. So eight in the morning is very early for me. So I was really, really, really desperate to have some human contact. Um, And then, uh, you know, as a result, I got on a whole bunch of other calls. So then by April, the school districts reopened, but we were told we had to do remote teaching. And I have to say that that didn't work very well with limited English speakers. Um, It really did not work well. We lost about, we only got back about a third of our students. These are uh, our adults. And so then we, at a staff meeting, we were told, okay, you're going to have to continue remote teaching in the fall, but with extended hours. And my job was becoming more technology oriented. So I just thought, okay, I'm done. 
So I started filling out the paperwork to retire in June um, of 2020. And my official retirement date was August 1st of 2020. So I've had a lot of transitions, the, the passing of my husband um, and retirement. And um, there are two things that I will never take for granted again. One is going out for a meal with friends and sitting down inside a restaurant. I've been, I've been able to do that in the past couple of months this year, and it's been wonderful. And the other thing I will never take for granted again is going to church in person and being with other, worshiping with other people and, and, and just having the fellowship in person because I'm sorry, but online worship services are not the same, especially if you live alone. You know, if I had my husband with me, that's, that would be one thing. We could sing the songs together. We could listen to the sermons together. But when you're all alone and you get online for a church service, it's just not the same at all. So today, I actually went back to church in person for the first time. And, oh, it was wonderful. I, I, we wore our masks. You know, we social distance, but we hugged each other. <laughs> and I haven't <laughs> hugged people for a long time. So that I will never take that for granted again. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you. Do we have another hand, Diane? Uh, yes. Teresa. We have two Can you Teresa. hear me? Can you? Yes. Is it with the one <laughs> for last thing? With it begins with the P? <laughs> okay. okay. This All is- it says is... All it says is Teresa. Oh, okay. Well, I just raised my hand and I'm wondering. Okay, to go say- ahead, Teresa. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what I have noticed um, when, when this first happened, I was scared. I was kind of, I was very scared because every morning I'd go into work and I'd be, I'd be asked questions. Um, I'd be asked questions, you know, symptoms. Um, have I felt, you know, feverish? Have I had chills? They take my temperature and I'd be standing in a line of everybody being asked. So I had to wait my turn, couldn't pass the people up <laughs> just to get inside. And that was, you know, kind of annoying after a while. And then eventually they um, hastened the questions and um, and it wasn't so bad. And now they don't, you know, they'll ask me as um, somebody walks with me, you know, are you feeling the same? And I'll say, yes, nothing's changed. Um, they don't take temperatures now. But that was, you know, kind of concerning. And then, of course, it wasn't until like October, November that I heard about, you know, people that I either knew or knew of who passed from COVID. And that really was upsetting. I could put names to six people uh, that I have either known or known or um, known of who passed away um and it you know that made me sad to hear about their deaths um i miss the being able to you know go out eat out in a restaurant and haven't done that since february of 2020 and um i haven't gone in a grocery store you know gone into the little retail store at my job but not into a regular grocery store and i miss that (laughs) At Christmas time, I missed going in the mall and hearing, you know, the Christmas music being piped in overhead. And I, like others, I've had to, um, you know, go to church, you know, pull up the church on stream and listen that way instead of being, you know, with fellow worshipers. And I'll be glad when I can get back and do that in person again. Okay. All right. Do we have another hand, Diane? Thank you, Teresa. Uh, no more hands. Okay. All right. Well, there's a common thread here. Oh, we got one. Okay. Who do we have now? Uh, Phil. Phil. Okay. Phil, you may unmute. It is. Do you mean Bill? Bill. Is it Bill? Bill. Okay. I thought I was hearing Um, Phil. I'm sorry. uh, Yes, this this is Bill Wright. Um, Yeah, I'm like everybody else. I'm. I will be get my second shot uh, Tuesday morning, and after that, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to going back, you know, to the restaurants and things like that. And um, um, I'm I'm just uh, grateful. It's uh, looking like it's coming to a closing, and everything's 
headed back towards normal, and I was listening to, um, to my country music magazine. They was talking about the concerts coming back and things, and I'm I'm just glad that everything's uh, getting back to normal. Okay. Anyone else like to comment? Uh, no more hands. Okay. If you uh, would like to comment, be sure and raise your hand. Um, I want to ask for your opinion on on something, and I'm sure that we all have some different outlooks. I, I'm, it, it, I think a common thread that we've had is we'll all be glad when we can go and do some of those things that we took for granted. Um, I think Connie really, really put it put it well in that we probably coming out of this will not take for granted those things that we just sort of thought is commonplace or that sometimes we might have even thought was a little annoying to uh, to have to get out and go do. Um, it's not going to change my perspective on going to the grocery store. I, I don't like going to the grocery store and I've, I have have for years i haven't done my policy with the grocery store is to send somebody else and let them hassle with the grocery store but um i I think all of us have those places that we enjoy going and uh you know you know how do how do you know that you've been been in too long and not gone to a lot of things for for too long that's when you're going to go get your um your covid19 shot your vaccine, and you get dressed up to go get the shot. So <laughs> that was sort of my perspective, both when I went to get the first shot and when I went to get my second shot today. It was really different. I, I never thought I would go a year without going shopping. I, I, I don't like going to the grocery, but I love going shopping, like for clothes and so on. I haven't been to shop for clothes for probably a year and a half because my pattern is to go shopping for clothes before a couple of major events like our state convention or the ACB convention. And those shopping trips didn't happen. So um, it's, you know, I I can't wait until I can go shop for clothes. Um, I'd be interested to know the perspective that some of you have or the outlook that you have uh, Ray touched on it, on the need to continue maybe wearing a mask. Um, do you think that's a necessity or do you not? Or do you think it's advisable in certain situations? Um, just a preface, maybe some comments. So if you'd like to raise your hand, if you have a comment on that. Uh, I went to my doctor, you know, you're really COVID deprived when uh, you spend your New Year's Eve at the doctor's office having lab work done. But <laughs> I went to my doctor and I said to him, I haven't had my typical bronchial infection this year. And and I've gone a whole year without having one, which is really odd for me because I always have one or two every year. And he said, well, of course, because A, you haven't gone a whole lot of places and B, when you've gone, you've been wearing a mask and everybody else has too. So you haven't had the opportunity to get all of this stuff that you usually catch. So um, I've, I've thought about that a lot because, you know, I haven't, I never took that very seriously in the beginning. I'd be interested to know some of your other, you know, your perspectives on that and maybe how this will change us coming out of the virus. Also, if you'd like to comment on how you think activities, other activities will change, not just wearing a mask or, um, you know, carrying around hand sanitizer or whatever, but how do you think our lives are going to change? Has has this made a difference in our life? So, Diane, do we have any hands up? Uh, we have Ray. Ray? <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't mind being first again. Um, just a couple of right, you never on do. This. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that that won't change. Um, but no, anyway. First of all, speaking of masks, uh, just put in a very shameless plug for the ACB Mini Mall. If you need masks, you can get them from the Mini Mall. They they have some very nice ones. Um, you know something? I think I I travel to and from my job. I take public transportation. I think 
during like the high disease seasons, like cold and flu, I'm probably going to wear a mask, at least for that, because it, it has, you know, kept things down. And I've often, you know, in the past, you know, gotten on the train and you, know, you hear, you hear somebody hacking up a lung and you're like, oh my goodness, what do they have that I might catch? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I probably will wear a mask for that. As far as activities, um, two things I'll just say about that. I think the way we work has changed. I think a lot of companies figured out that people can be productive uh, working at home as long as their job allows them to do that. So I think anything where you can work at home, I think you know companies are going to be more flexible about that, letting you do it. And the other thing I think is that I think these virtual meetings for all sorts of things, ACB and otherwise, are here to stay. Uh, in some form, I think that you know conventions are going to be hybrid conventions, or you know, in the future, you know, one kind of thing that makes me a little sad to think about is the possibility that you know if I get invited to speak at a state convention, it may not be that I get my airfare and hotel paid to go there. I might just get put, put on a Zoom call and speak that way, and <laughs> and that's sad because I love going. As Carla knows, I love going to conventions. Um, and uh, uh, and that uh, been to theirs a couple of times, and uh, so I. Th- but I think virtual is going to be part of our world, and I actually think that's good because I think as we've seen in ACP and our affiliates, we able we are able through this virtual connection that we have to reach out to a lot more people, and that that's just a good thing for uh, the organization and other organizations too. I think and. Uh, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to getting back to doing more things in person, but uh, I think the virtual component of it is going to be here to stay. And that, that to me is a good thing. So just my thoughts. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Who else hey. has a comment? Next is John. John. Hey, uh, I just um, want to echo a lot of what Ray said. As far as, uh, as, far as wearing masks, I would say we'll be, as a community and public, we'll probably be wearing masks well in, well in, in the fall of 2022, you know, and as far as, as things opening up, um, I worked for our, our high school district, and, and we had you know, virtual instruction for the last year and uh, i will uh, be honest it's a uh, virtual instruction has been hard on a lot of our students you know we've had a lot of students who would normally have good grades their grades slipped you know and we had to watch that happen but as as our schools have opened up and kids are starting to return we're seeing you know kids start to do better uh honestly it's it's good to be in school it's good for instruction and it's a good 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 structure for the kids um as far as as far as opening up the public in general um um our 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 public transit here the on on a reduced schedule for the last year which uh basically means they uh they run from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., whereas before we had evening hours and uh, and early morning, uh, our public transit, um, we follow the uh, CDC and all, all, all public transit customers are required to wear a face mask until further notice. So that's just, you know, or... Or, uh, like I said earlier, face mask will be around. And um, as far as activities, uh, I, I uh, look for more, more uh, ACB affiliates to start going back in, in person probably next, next year. And as far as the, uh, the virtual aspect goes, this Ray uh, was spot on. When he said the virtual aspect will be with us, because uh, as we've seen, uh, the virtual component has has 
brought a lot of people out of the woodwork and into the fray of our organized blind movement. So, uh, in a sense, this pandemic has been good, and the and the sense that it has helped ACB reach out to more members than we had before when things were, you know, uh, uh, only in person. So uh, those are my thoughts. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, John. Hey. Who's next? Next is Kendall. Kendall, you may unmute. Hope hey, I think Kendall. you muted yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm. I'm unmuted. I think I'm unmuted. You're good. Okay. Uh, on the, I think myself. You know, I'm. I'm like Ray. I. I hope the. You know, virtual things continue. Because uh, there've been things this year that I wouldn't have been able to went to, like the convention. You know, if it hadn't been virtual, and uh, uh, I would like to, you know, be able to go out to restaurants and places again. But at the same time. I'm not really sure if I really want to because they talk about, you know, the virus is, you know, maybe trying to come back. So it's, it's really hard to, hard to decide what you person should do really. And, uh, I think the, the virtual things has helped people, uh, you know, to come together or otherwise they might, a lot of people wouldn't be, you know, have anybody to talk to or whatever. And, uh, I just, I just think it's helped uh, a whole lot myself. And I'm supposed to go tomorrow and get my first vaccine. Oh, good for you, Kendall. All right. Thank hey, you. Next is Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Um, hi. Um, I think that you know, a lot of things were already uh, talked about, but I think you're right about the um, fact that I know that I'll still be wearing masks quite a bit um, going into, you know, crowded places or uh, on public transportation, um, things like that. Um, I know that this year we were talking about it here at our house that, you know, none of us have had uh, major illnesses or anything this whole year. Um, and a lot of it, even our grandkids and stuff have not been sick um, because they've not been in school either, getting sick from everyone else, you know, with kids getting each other sick and then getting us sick and all of that. So um, we, we've noticed that uh, a big deal of, of that not, not happening, which is good. And, um, but I think that um, the, the community calls and all the things that have been started with ACB this past year have been fabulous, um, helping a lot of people get out and without getting out you know um getting to be um getting to be helped by just being aware of everything that's happening and the things that you can that you can uh participate in and 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 all and realizing that there's a lot of other people out there that that also need uh support and and you can you can communicate this way with with all these calls and these different subjects and 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 there's so many things that you can do and you can be a part of that so many other people want to be a part of as well and if it weren't for these calls nobody would even know that people were out there that need this and um i think you know, um, we we are still going to have that. I know that getting together again will be a great thing. Um, one of the 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 positives for us this month, I think, and I know it's kind of tiring, but our California Council had this uh, convention this month. We've been having um, convention uh, all weekends. Uh, we every evening we have part of it. And uh, the the cool thing about it, I've noticed, is it's not so it's not so hard um, because we're able to go to things that are happening after each other instead of trying to compete with things that are going on all at the same time. Um, so I've liked liked it to that degree um, right now. And yet our main convention doesn't even start until Thursday, 
but we've had several um, meetings already of uh, affiliate, uh, you know, uh, uh, different uh, state affiliate meetings and stuff. And it's been really cool. I've, I've really liked it, what we've been doing. And um, anyhow, so I think that it's, it's going to be quite interesting, but I know that I'm going to be willing to have masks and sanitizer and stuff carrying with me because um, I think that it's a, it's been a good experience to, to have done this. And now um, I'm ready to, to keep going with it. And um, I've got my vaccine, my second one coming up this week. And uh, I'm okay with that. You know, so that's good. Okay. Thank you, Leslie. Leslie, the uh, uh, California library users must have had a meeting because they had a couple of emails referring to um, some information that I think they got from that meeting. So um, yes, the California we special interest groups are alive and well, it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday and good today. Yeah. We've yeah. had them. Yes. Very good. Okay. Um, who's next, Diane? Connie. Okay, Connie. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I think that as more and more people get vaccinated and as the cases start to go down, eventually we can stop wearing the mask, but it's it's going to take a while. I tell you, when I was in church today, I really wish I didn't have to wear a mask because, first of all, it's hard to breathe in that thing. And not yeah. so, be, so because it's hard to breathe, it's hard to sing because <laughs> when you sing, you have to breathe. So um, I really wish that we didn't have to wear them um, when we're singing in church. But, you know, um, if it's going to keep people safe and healthy, then I'm willing to continue to do that as long as we need to until everyone is, is healthy. Um, I think that in terms of education and employment, I think there's always going to be some kind of virtual or online component because when you think about it in education there was dis- there were distance learning classes before covid covid-19 so students could take online classes and turn in their assignments from home and I, so i think there's always going to be that component in education employment people were already telecommuting and working from home before covid-19 and i think people have realized hey why am I spending two hours on the freeway if I can get the same work done at home in the comfort of, of my own home and not have to deal with all that traffic, you know? Um, the silver lining to all this, I think, is that we've been able to go to meetings and conventions virtually. So think of all the plane fare and the hotel rooms and 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 the and tours and all the money we're saving by not paying for hotel rooms and airfare i do miss the tours though <laughs> and i i think i think maybe by next year we'll go back to the conventions in person because i think we all miss that but in terms of like chapter meetings or just you know meetings that that we meet once a month i think the silver lining is we don't have to arrange paratransit rides or get on the bus or arrange uber and lyft and and figure out how to get to the meeting place you know we we can just go to the meetings from our own homes and i think when things start to open up again and we have to once again hop on paratransit or buses or uber and lyfts to go to the meetings all the visually impaired people are going to go dang (laughs) that was good while it lasted you know Uh, i love going to meetings from home because i I'm comfortable. I know where the restrooms are. I can get there quickly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I, th- I think things are starting to look up. And I, I must say, I love being retired. And I'm looking forward to going back to musical theater and concerts. I think for crowded venues, though, like games, like ball games and stuff, you know, a mask might be a good idea because that's a lot of people in one place. And you don't know where they've been. Okay. Right. Right. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. Okay, Carla, you have uh, nine minutes and three raised hands. Okay. Let's take the next one. Uh, Bill. Bill, go ahead. I'll let someone else speak. I've had a time. Okay. Okay. Let's see who hasn't spoken. Next one is Barbara. Barbara. 
we, Barbara hasn't spoken. So Barbara, you're up. You may unmute. Uh, you're still Hello. muted. Hello. Ah. There you are. Hi. Um, as I was listening to everyone, I was just thinking that um, we are, everyone is making very valid points about everything. But I also feel like a lot of the things was already, like the lady said, a lot of things was migrating online to online anyway. And COVID just accelerated everything. And I don't think the acceleration of that is going to stop anytime soon. I think people are going to, the business people are going to still use that platform even more because they're realizing what their overhead was now that they're doing all these things. And as far as normalcy, I don't think that word is going to be in our vocabulary anymore because what is that now? And how do you how do you do that? Because you might feel like you're back to normal, but the person next to you might not feel that way. And you're going to have a lot of people who are going to be like very weary of everybody. And, you know, if you bump against someone or something, not just because you're blind or visually impaired, but just in general, people may bump against people or whatever. And you don't know what's going to let people fireballs go off so sure. i'm just thinking there's a lot of underlying issues that we have yet to even begin to fathom in all that we have experienced as human beings and have not yet even been able to assimilate or deal with or even put it in any kind of category because things are still coming at us so fiercely and we don't know if this COVID is going to go dormant or not, and all these cities and towns who are having to come at them again, it's just all the unknown. So I just, just know that in my personal thing, I feel like I will continue to wear my mask and do all the COVID safety measures that they have laid out for us. But at the same time, I'm not going to be one to keep telling other people to do it because even in the midst of all those things, people have been getting hurt and, and beat and pushed just because you're trying to help them save their own lives. Human beings are the only species in the world who have to be convinced to stay alive, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's a lot of things on the line that we still have to consider. And also, look at the toll of the mental things. We don't know what the toll is going to be after this with the kids and everyone of all ages, just what they're really going to be dealing with. So I've been thinking about those kind of things and looking at different um, news channels all over the world, not just in the United States, to try to get some idea on the broad spectrum of what's going on. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. Okay. Anybody Adam. else who has, has, okay, Adam. I think at the beginning last year that I was a little skeptical about how bad the virus was. I know 40 years ago, we had something called the fly, uh, swine flu. And one of our local disc jockeys did a little thing. He said, I'm going to go get my swine shot bang, and then you hear a pig squeal in the background. Um, but every year, it seemed like there was a different disease, a bird flu, avian flu, and Ebola, and chicken flu, and this flu, and that flu, and just seemed like, well, I wonder what uh, disease the pharmaceutical companies are going to come up with, you know, this year. And so when this came, I was just a little skeptical, but then uh, when in March, when they said everything's closed, canceled. We did it. And I predicted, well, we'll still be able to have the ACB National Conference in July. Uh, I was wrong. And I said, well, when they get the football season, things should be pretty well cleared up. Uh, I was wrong. I said, basketball season, they'll, they'll have a good season. I was wrong. And so now um, I'm still optimistic. I'm hoping by, you know, this fall that things will uh, work out. I know we 
we'll not have the ACB conference again this year, but I understand that, and that's very wise, I think. I'm hoping, though, that our Kentucky Council of the Blind conference in November, that we will be able to have uh, an in-person conference by then, even if it's limited. So wearing masks, I don't mind that. Uh, I've never been one to go out to restaurants a whole lot, so I haven't missed that. But I have missed our uh, local uh, council meetings, chapter meetings, and maybe playing cards with a few friends. And so I'm certainly hoping to go back to those things again. Okay. Thank you. And yes, Adam, you are correct. You were very skeptical. (laughs) A lot lot of us were, I think. I don't think we had any idea how how um, how this was going to how long this was going to last? Uh, we are pretty close up here to the to the end. Um, is there anyone else who has not already spoken who has a comment? Yeah, Teresa's hand is up, but I thought she had spoken. She's already, already spoken. Let's yes. see if okay. there's anyone I've else spoken. who I've has spoken. Yes, who has not? Yeah, we. I know okay. anyone who has not spoken. Um. Okay. Um. Teresa, right. I, I thought I'd lowered Teresa, her hand. If you, can, if you can make it quick, uh, then we've got just a minute or two here before we need to wrap up. So go ahead, Teresa. You have less okay. than a minute, actually. Okay. Well, actually, I was going to echo what Connie said, um, you know, just the um, things that, you know, how she how she said it, you know, things we've taken for granted and, and um, just uh, things we miss, uh, being able to do the things that we miss being able to do. And um, I'll be glad, and also the fact that before, um, co- way before COVID, in fact, my sister was still living, and when she was working, um, she flexi. What did she? She flexi placed. In other words, a few days a week she'd work in the office, and a few days yeah. a week she worked at home. And same with my husband. One day he went in. Right. One day he went in, and the other four days he worked from home. And yeah. so, Teresa, I hate to interrupt done. you, but we're going to need to go. Because oh, we're right, right up against the, the time here, so I apologize. Oh, no, I do want okay. to thank I do want to thank everybody for coming this evening and for participating in the call. The tone of this call certainly has been different from that of the call a year ago. And uh, even though we still are um, needing to be careful and and so on, I think the whole our outlook is very, very different. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Diane for hosting for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Debbie for streaming for us. And I'd like to invite every all of you to come to our um, to our families meetings in May. We will have a uh, a meeting that will be a business meeting in May, and we will have a program. If you're not on the families list and you'd like to join it, you can send a an email to uh, families plus subscribe at acblists.org. And again, we thank you so much for being with us tonight. And please, um, if you're not a member of families, we'd love to have you join. Remember our activities coming up at the convention. And we look forward to seeing you at another families meeting next month. Thanks again.